episode of Happily Ever Random. I'm Ginny, and I am here with my brother Troy, as always. What's up? What's up? <laughs> that was a new, what, that was not... a new response there, Troy. <laughs> I thought I'd change it up a little bit, see what happens. I enjoyed that. Uh, we are also joined by our very frequent, our most frequent guest, I guess you could say, our cousin Pam. Hey, y'all, I'm back. And it seems like our most popular guest that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're actually, you're, the episode, Pam, that you and me did, the conversation episode, is our most yeah. popular episode. Yes. Yeah. It's still it's still number one on all of our recordings. Sweet. And so. I wasn't in it, so I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> what can I say? Well, maybe I, maybe mean, I should try one without Ginny and then see what happens. So just me and Pam do one. There you go. I mean, that'd kind of be a fun <laughs> thing to do, see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's, see, let's see if it is Pam or if it's just that I wasn't in it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, before we get started, as always, disclaimer, you guys, uh, any listeners know us, we cuss. Sorry, mom, I love you. Um, shouldn't really have much adult content on this episode other than cursing, I think. Maybe um, maybe some maybe gory. Maybe a little bit. A little bit of yeah. gory stuff, but that's so, it. So just FYI there, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and using that goriness into our little uh, topic intro. This was actually brought to me and Jenny by Pam. Pam really wanted to talk about this one. As with the last one she did, too. She brought yeah. both episodes to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, Pam bought, probably going to be joining us a lot more later on also. But this one is going to be about zombies. And it's going to be kind of broad. Anything zombies. Yeah. Movies, shows, games, just lore, where they came from. I started rewatching The Walking Dead today. <laughs> I tried. I tried a little while back and I just couldn't get like I had to skip to like season three. I just couldn't yeah, get through the first two. Really boring. You just gotta read the comics. It's faster. See, that's yeah, one Troy thing. Troy doesn't read though, remember? Well comics though. It's fast. It's not I like a know. book. Because Pam I mean, me and Pam have talked about this before, not just comics, but even like uh like anime mangas and stuff. I just I'm not into just reading anything (laughs) books mangas comics like i just don't care i'd rather watch the movie or the anime or the tv show (laughs) yeah see told you troy doesn't read you can like zoom through it real fast though but i don't read fast (laughs) (laughs) at least you're pretty (laughs) it took me 30 minutes to get through like three chapters the other day in a book sad I love you. Wow. Yeah, I know. Well, that's another that's another <laughs> make fun of Troy moment right there. So, yeah, it happens. Uh, but yeah. So, anything zombies? Um, kind of just going off what we just said. What are y'all's favorite, like, I guess, media outlet of zombies? I don't know. Movies, mm. shows. Pam, is it comics that you really like? <sighs> that's kind of hard because i mean it started out with the walking dead for me which then which led me part to of read it. the comics okay. and then the novels and then like lately i've been playing the last of us which has gotten really popular lately uh, you've been that's playing part, the game yeah that's part yeah. of the reason why i want to get a playstation instead of an xbox for my next console is to play that game. an xbox uh-uh. no it's exclusive for playstation oh, there's I didn't know that. Well, this is side topic for the this is for the gamers out there. Um, <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation have several series that are exclusives to their consoles. 
I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting into video games, Pam, because I've become obsessed with Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, I got her to play it. <laughs> nice. I think that I one's I'm on nerd. PlayStation too. It's on yeah, both. It's on both. Yeah, but I'm actually Troy. Troy got me into it, but I'm actually way ahead of him now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So, because I started like playing first, my shooter games again. It's like the first video game I've ever actually played. So, I mean, I we know. all start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, me and Pam started it, on Dreamcast and N64. So I started on like <laughs> Duck Hunt. We did that too. So, anyways, going back to zombies. (laughs) Go ahead, Pam. But I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to pick one specific because you know you like them all for different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. So, but lately, I mean, The Last of Us is really good. I I highly suggest playing that if you guys are into video games because it's got a really great story. Which now is a a show too. So. I haven't yeah. actually finished the show yet. I started it, but I never finished it. It's good. It stays pretty true to like. Kenna is games. obsessed yeah. with it. I was gonna say they did a really good job with the casting, also. Yeah, oh, I, love I feel Pedro like Joe Pascal. And they what makes it even better is that I think I don't know if he was the creator of the game, but someone high up with the game is actually one of the producers of the show mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Which, like you said, Pam, helps it stay so true to the actual story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, Kevin, it's my, really my kid is obsessed with the show. And, like, she watches people playing the game. She's never played it because we don't have a PlayStation. But she likes to watch people playing it. She watches the gameplays mm-hmm. and has, like, it's a fun. whole, like, made-up story in her head about the characters and all this like i'm like you should just write fan fiction about it then if you've got like this whole backstory made up in your head about them right (laughs) so but i do need to go back and finish the show i i have not finished it yet but i think i think i would say like world war z is probably one of my favorites yeah world war z is a good one um for me it's like pam walking dead was probably my introduction to something other than video games of zombies because my first thing of zombies was in the old call of duty games when they had the zombie mode that you would play and then it led to the game left for dead which is like a multiplayer like campaign type game Mm -hmm. really fun a lot of crazy moments that made everyone laugh so if you like zombie games, that's definitely one of the top ones. Um, but then I honestly think looking back now, I definitely think Last of Us is going to be a better series than Walking Dead. So th- the only reason why, I, not that I disagree. Story-wise. There's only two games. And so there's only going to be two seasons. Uh, still. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can always go on off on their own on the storyline. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, look at Game of Thrones. There was only five books, and they went eight seasons and did their yeah. own thing. It was a horrible ending. I'm but... not saying it was good. <laughs> 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 they did their own thing. <laughs> and it is HBO that The Last of Us is on as well. Mm-hmm. And Last which is of the us, same as Game of Thrones. So, you know. It's, it's a very unique zombie concept. Like, in a lot of different mm-hmm. zombie stories it's like boom here we are and there's no real like origin of where it came from or how it started it's just almost like let's move forward with it yeah where that happens in the last of us but it's 
it's a fungus versus like some virus you know, or med- medical virus or whatever like yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's more of like nature and it's a real thing back yeah and yeah. i think we touched on this when we had you pam and justin on when we did the apocalypse yeah. whatever but it's the uh cordyceps mm-hmm. fungus yeah so it, it's a real thing in real life right. yeah that it, they it take over takes... ants and does whatever which is creepy because if it's a real thing in insects why can't it evolve yeah so eventually yeah as of now it's because which they they talk about this in the first episode of the show is it we're higher than 94 degrees like our body temperature and so it can't exist in us however if there's a temperature shift right kind of like what we're starting to experience climate wise who's to say that they can evolve to be at higher temperatures too. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like what started it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this, this is kind of going off topic a little bit, not off topic a little bit, but switching points, talking about things like in the real world and real life and things, stuff. Who's to say that all these drug problems that we're seeing can't, eventually like affect human beings enough so the whole thing with the the fentanyl and like the trank as they're calling it or whatever it's going on have y'all seen the seen stuff on the news and the internet about it just they're Mm -hmm. like zombies literally like they just stand they're standing literally like 90 degrees at the hip and just staggering and just like swaying and 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 everything like who's to say i had something about that in my notes and now i can't find it Maybe I just read about it when I was make like typing up my notes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking for it. If I find it, I'll let you know. <laughs> so I mean, like it's it's crazy just to think. And I don't mean zombie as in like the traditional like stereotypical movie zombie, but like the whole thing with the I don't know if it was rumors or if it actually happened or whatever. But years ago, that guy that was on basalt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember hearing about that? Mm-hmm. That he like bit someone and they called him a zombie. Who's to say that these drugs eventually won't affect human beings where they actually start acting like this? Well, it's like, it's crazy to think. The rapid spread too, like it it could happen instantly, and if that's... I mean, just look at how how fast COVID spread. Yeah, right. and then you think of something like this as a rapid spread. I mean, you know. if you think of, if you think about it, COVID is exactly what happens in the movies and the TV shows. Mm-hmm. It's just it didn't zombify us. Right. <laughs> it <laughs> unfortunately killed thousands of people, of people around the world. And it unfortunately. screwed up a lot of people long term, me included, yeah. Yeah. because of it. But it didn't make us want to eat other people. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's crazy to think that some shit might go down in maybe not in our lifetime, but it could happen in the future mm-hmm. on this planet and mm-hmm. TV could come to life. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that. I mean, have the Simpsons done an episode on zombies? Because I mean, you know, they predict like fucking yeah. everything. <laughs> I actually saw a TikTok either last night or this morning about that. And it went through like the whole list of everything that they I, did. But it's so real though. Like it's creepy Nuts. how real it is. They've predicted everything. 
So, I mean, have, I mean, Pam, you're a fan of, of The Simpsons, aren't you? I, I, I know your brother is. I, I don't know if you it. are. Um, so, I mean. Yeah, I've heard, like, you know, joking conspiracy rumors that the main writer, Matt Grinning, or however you say it, is like a time traveler. Yeah. And so he's come back and, yeah. you know, yeah. So it's crazy. We'll have to look into that and see if they've done like a zombie episode and predicted when it'll happen. So we know when it's going to happen. We can prepare <laughs> for it. <laughs> well, there is a, uh, I just Googled it. The Simpsons season 21, episode four, Treehouse of Horror XX. Okay. Lisa sets out for revenge against Miss Hoover. Zombies overrun Springfield after falling through a trap door at Moe's. Homer becomes half man, half brewing apparatus. Don't know what that means, but there is a zombie episode in The Simpsons. So. We'll have to go and see if it tells us like a timeline <laughs> for it. You know, if it's like 2042 or something. <laughs> so that's scary. Yeah. That aired in October of 2009. So. We'll we'll see what happens. We might have to do some research on that later on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another thing that I wanted to kind of bring up was the different characteristics of zombies that we Mm -hmm. see and that we like read that we hear of. And what are y'all's thoughts of it? And what is your quote unquote like favorite type of zombie if you want to think of one? And I think like for the most part, you think of the same thing until the last of us came out and they really changed the way that people, there was some video games. Well, I mean, other than um, people that don't like me, (laughs) that don't know those (laughs) people like me that just see Mm -hmm. like the movies or the TV shows that just see like the typical world war Z or walking dead type of zombie. Yeah, and then think, you see The Last of Us and you're like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> even from there, like your two references right there, the World War Z zombies. Oh, they're completely different, but they're similar and... still. They still have very some similar characteristics. Right. So that's I think what I mean. The World War Z zombies, in my opinion, were the most evolved in a way. Those are the ones right? that scare me the most. Yeah, those are some scary ones. Yeah, because they run at full speed and well, for one, they turn in like eleven seconds. Yeah, and then two, they are very fast. They're actually intelligent. I mean, somewhat, because I mean, they knew They're to like sentient. basically climb up on each other to get over the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the Walking Dead zombies would not have known to do that. No, no, they just like claw at the wall yeah. as they stand there. Yeah, and eventually enough of them get in one spot where the weight will knock over a fence yeah. yeah. or whatever. But, you know, so they, they had some kind of intelligence. And so and those those scared me the most. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. you can't outrun them, then you're, you're really screwed. Because I don't run. I don't run fast. I mean, I could run for my life if I really had to. <laughs> But, like, I could outrun a Walking Dead zombie. <laughs> I could not so, like, outrun a Ward Z well, zombie. <laughs> until they come at you from every angle and then... Well, yeah. Well, is it that I mean, what, like, one. Okay, guys? <laughs> isn't that what Shane did with the with one of the farmer guys in, like, the first or second season? They mm-hmm. went to the school to get, like, the emergency 
things and they he like shot the fat dude in the leg so he could outrun him. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? You don't have to be the fastest. You just have to no. be faster than the last person. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Um so you know. There are like I was saying, there are some video games that have different types. Um obviously Last of Us that we see in the T V show also. Um, those are some of the creepiest zombies probably. Um, but then the, the call of duty zombies, they look and act like your normal, like traditional slow moving zombies, you would think, but they have like a jogging pace. (laughs) So they're not fast, but they're not just plundering around going, going through the motions, you know? Yeah. And then... I think the most unique, some of the most unique cases of them, which I don't think would ever have any chance of evolving, are from that sh- that game uh, Left 4 Dead. Mm-hmm. So they have they have one that's similar to I think it's called the Bloater in The Last of Us, the real big one that like kind mm-hmm. of explodes. Well, they have one like that, but it's it looks like a just a fat guy that if you shoot him, he literally explodes into gas. Um, Interesting. They have a tank, which is probably about 10 feet tall and somehow gets like armor on it and like runs around and just picks you up and throws you. They have one called a hunter, which will, it honestly moves kind of like a baboon or something, like the way that it moves and like runs and jumps around, but it jumps onto your shoulders and starts holding and beating your head in. Oh, nice. They have another one where... It like spits acid out of its mouth. Like they have all these unique type of zombies. Of course, it's a video game, so they have to make it fun and playful and yeah, stuff like right. that. But that's definitely not your stereotypical concept of a zombie. Well, I did see that um, on my notes. It said that you know, while causes and depictions of zombies throughout history vary, one element definitely links them. They all have compromised brains. Mm-hmm. so yeah. you know the walking dead zombies and the last of us zombies like they're still they still have that one characteristic that's almost the like they they don't they're not controlling themselves there's yeah 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 so mm-hmm. there's one in interesting. the the last of us video game they're called stalkers i think is what they call them and they essentially like hide around corners from you and so like they don't come and attack you head on they'll sneak Ambush around you. and then come at you from a side angle and you're like what and you turn and it it's crazy it's really cool what people can come up with mm-hmm. i think and i just love i think the last of us the quarters of zombies are my favorite like portrayal of them just because of the sound effects they came up with up from with them yeah i love the sound of the clickers i know that people think it's creepy and weird and everything but i think it is one of the coolest things ever mm-hmm. i don't actually know it so. you <laughs> haven't seen them yet in the show i think i got through like maybe two episodes before i stopped watching and so if i did see them i don't remember they're the ones that are like blind essentially so they click like sonar like bats do Mm -hmm. so the clicking is how they can find movement and things like Mm -hmm. that and that's Mm -hmm. how they attack you nice 
uh, Jin and are there would you consider them zombies in the Maze Runner series? Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen it. I thought you've seen Maze Runner. Hmm. Oh, well, never mind then. I guess you're not <laughs> the one to ask. I could have sworn that you've seen the Maze Runner series. I was like, I have no idea. I thought you were going to ask me about the... the What are they called? The Dead and The Walking... In, not The Walking... In, um, the Game of Thrones. Well, that was kind of our okay so <laughs> i just googled walkers? it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i just googled from the maze runner and in the in the film series they're called cranks i don't know why they're called cranks when i think of cranks i think of someone that's like on drugged and like cranked up ready to go like <laughs> that's kind of where my mind went just now too. but they're zombie-like creatures with strange vine-like growths protruding from their bodies hmm. that's gross well, there's another depiction of them. <laughs> okay, so now that we've kind of talked about pop culture and zombies and fiction and all of that, um, kind of go on a little bit more of a serious side of it, of like the societal reflections in zombie narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually kind of does go back and relate to zombie fiction as well because you can kind of relate it to the tv shows and the movies and all of that you know (laughs) but it's not they're they're not always about like the actual zombies you know like they use them as a device for social commentary Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um like what i was what i was reading was like the movies aren't the in other words, they're not movies about zombies, but rather about groups of human beings and how they react in crisis. Mm-hmm. So um, critics note that zombies are an extreme representation of conformity and represent the inner struggle many humans have regarding the conflict of individuality versus conformity. Okay. Zombies represent all that is dark and base about the human condition. The fear of zombies often stems from real human fears regarding unfamiliar or chaotic forces in the world. I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think it it does a good job, any of them really, of portraying like the true like meat and potatoes of people. You know, like when your main focus in life is about survival like yeah. look at Negan from The Walking Dead, perfect example. He was a gym teacher, married. I was gonna say, wasn't he that. a PE coach? Yeah, and <laughs> dude, Pam, turned you into could, this. You could, I could be Negan. evil like Negan. Yeah. You could be a Negan in real life. And I have you know, to say, <laughs> the guy that plays him is fucking amazing at that. Oh, it's perfect role. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is one of my favorite yeah. actors, and he is so good at that role. And he just so anyway, did, sorry. It it just really did a good portrayal of somebody that is inherently good inside but mm-hmm. when you're focused on survival you do what you have to do and he became mm-hmm. this awful person yeah in order to survive I mean, he called himself the governor and aren't no, politicians usually million. pretty bad no no that's a different no, that's one. Two different oh ways. shay you're right i'm thinking of someone else never mind <laughs> there well, was, was a character was, called that the was governor <laughs> that guy was bad too i think yeah, he, he was, was worse too. than negan personally i love negan 
Didn't Negan just bash Glenn's head in? Yep. Yes, but I feel like Negan had a redemption. Like he Isn't was able he to in kind a of new, re- like yeah, him and Maggie series? have like their yeah. new whole Glenn's new series. Wife. Yeah. Him and Glenn's mm-hmm. wife now are in. I think it's New York. Yeah. That they go to. I feel like Negan was able to kind of redeem himself in a way, and mm-hmm. the governor was never going to be able to redeem himself. Yeah, Negan did a good job of, like, you know, he's like, yeah, I was a shitty person. I know I was a shitty person. I did my time. I've learned from it. Yeah. And, I mean, he owns up to it. It's not like he denies the person that he was. He's like, I did what I had to do. Mm -hmm. But I think think that's in everybody, you know, when, I mean, like – I'm I'm a single mom and I've never been in a fight in my life. I if I wasn't just a regular fight, I'd get my ass kicked. <laughs> to be honest. But you put me in a situation where my child's life is in danger. You know, like in a survival aspect, like we're talking about, and it's it's either my child's life or the person that I'm up against. It's either their life or my child's life. I'm giving it everything I've got. Right. To make sure my child's going to live. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care if that makes, if I, if it makes me become an evil person, my child gets to live. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm I talking like- just in a survival scenario, guys, I'm not going to become an evil person just <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's a good metaphor of like human interaction and, the way people would respond mm-hmm. to things like I would never in my life consider breaking into somebody's house to steal their food. But like you said, if it's me or them yeah, in that type of world and everybody's mm-hmm. desperate, you're going to do what you have to do. Exactly. But. Exactly. I mean, it's basically going to go, I mean, the world's going to go to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> So very quickly, you got to do what you got to do, you know, and there's it, there's going to be you're going to be in there's going to be certain hot spots for zombie outbreaks, zombie infection in that kind of scenario. And if you're in one of those hot spots, you're going to either it, it's do or die, mm-hmm. you know, so which I believe most we're pretty much in going to be in a hot spot. Well, I actually, I did see that, um, the main, like the certain like hot spots in big cities, mm-hmm. it said were hospitals, police stations, churches, malls, and department stores. Yeah. Anywhere that people are going to congregate. Yeah. Basically. yeah. Well, I just meant just because of how huge Houston is. Oh yeah. I mean, we're all fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I unless we can get out real fast. <laughs> I mean, out of the three of us, I think I'm further away from downtown than anybody. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Connor is still big enough, still I mean, big enough to be a hotspot. So basically, like we said on our apocalyptic episode, if we can get to Justin in 24 hours, we're, we might have a chance to survive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just need to make a plan. Who's going? Who's getting the parents? Who's getting grandma? We we didn't know where like what's happening. I'm pretty sure I'm the one that goes to grandma. I'm the closest. Probably. <laughs> Probably. 
So then me and Pam being the youngest, we'll call our parents. <laughs> well, chances are you can't. If it goes that fast, yeah, phones are going to be down. True. true, very true. That's why I bought the walkie-talkies. <laughs> are they like the hand crank kind? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you nerd. So you want to, you want to, you know, just move right into our survival guide there? Yeah, it sounds like you've got this in the bag, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Nice. So actually, before I go into that, did y'all know that on May 18th, which was my birthday, actually, 2011, the um, CDC published a graphic novel entitled Preparedness 101 Zombie Apocalypse, providing tips oh. to survive a zombie invasion as a quote unquote fun new way of teaching the importance of emergency preparedness. The CDC used the metaphor of a zombie apocalypse to illustrate the value of laying in water, food, medical supplies, and other necessities in preparation for any and all potential disasters, be they hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes, floods, or hordes of zombies. Hmm. (laughs) And also in 2011, the U.S. Department of Defense drafted CONPLAN 8888, a training exercise detailing a strategy to defend against a zombie attack. Oh. The more you know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I'm going to need to get that. So. Graphic novel. So the CDC is a like a governmental entity. It's the Center for Disease Control and Preve- yeah, Prevention. I, I know that. I, well, I mean, the way you started off that—no, that no, I'm saying sounded like you didn't know what it meant. He doesn't read, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to read. Um, <laughs> we should. <laughs> There's a little flashback. Oh, I love that. We should. Um, you know, I made stickers that say that, right, Pam? <laughs> I have a little a little unicorn that has a little speech bubble above it that says "Witchhood." Nice. <laughs> Pam, this one. Nice. <laughs> um, no, so I was saying, I was making a statement. I wasn't asking if they <laughs> I'm are. sorry. I apologize. I said, it sounded like you I were said, asking. The CDC is a governmental entity. <laughs> Should we be concerned that they're making preparations for a zombie survival guide? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that the government does that make you question, should we be concerned? <laughs> And I think it's one of those two, like, the higher-ups are going to know long before we ever do. Oh, yeah. And oh, duh. We're Did you no see, matter what. R- kind of slight tangent, real quick, guys. Pam, did you see that recently, um, apparently, like, the high-up government agencies have, like, bought a shit ton of, like, satellite phones for all their high-ups? No. Yeah. And are, like, deploying them to all the higher-up people. I'm like, oh, that um, that that's comfortable. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's like, cool. So, World War Three is coming. Yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> it's not terrifying or anything. So, but in in the case of a zombie apocalypse, fantasy, you know, case of it, um, I did see that the. Breakdown of society as a result of an initial zombie outbreak spreads quickly. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, we've seen this in every, you know, 
apocalyptic fiction there is not just zombie related like any kind of apocalyptic fiction you see i mean society falls right in the blink of an eye um but in a zombie apocalypse a widespread usually global rise of zombies hostile to human life engages in a general assault on civilization victims of zombies may become zombies themselves this causes the outbreak to become an exponentially growing crisis the spreading phenomenon swamps normal military and law enforcement organizations, leading to the panicked collapse of civilized society until only isolated pockets of survivors remain, scavenging for food and supplies in a world reduced to a pre-industrial hostile wilderness. Yeah. I mean, that pretty much describes every zombie mm-hmm. media that you've ever seen, you know? Um. So, what else did I see? Um, it says that most zombie survivor, survivalists adhere to the following survival list. 14 to 90 days worth of non-perishable food, a personal water source, and or 14 to 90 days of worth of drinking water, at least one firearm with 1,000 to 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Jeez. A gasoline electricity generator with two to four weeks worth of fuel and a sturdy melee. Is it melee? How's that? How do you pronounce it? Melee. Melee. Sorry. (laughs) Slash close combat. (laughs) Melee. Shut up. So basically close combat weapon. 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 No. (laughs) Close combat weapon. And some form of martial arts close combat training. And we're supposed to store all of this stuff where? I know. I'm like, I have a thousand foot square house that I can barely store all my normal shit in. And this is why we die instantly. (laughs) I think uh, some of my favorite tips for zombie apocalypse uh, are the the rules from Zombieland. I forgot about that number, movie. Number one, number one is cardio <laughs> to be able to outrun the zombies. Number two is double tap. Well, I mean, it did actually say that um, in the case of a zombie outbreak, a per- person's physical fitness will have a significant influence on a person's odds of surviving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. You have to be able to outrun the slower people. Yeah. Um, I also like uh, the one that he says, beware of bathrooms. Because there was a zombie stuck in a uh, porta potty or in a uh, stall in the bathroom, <laughs> and it almost got him. Nice. It's <laughs> a good movie. And That's also, awesome. uh, the most important one is don't be a hero. No. In, zo- in Zombie Land, I'm not going to be a hero regardless. I'm watching out for me and mine. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I just like cardio and double tap. I just think it's funny. <laughs> So, Pam, uh, I mentioned the emergency survival bag that I bought. Mm-hmm. So, for our listeners, you know, we talked about it on the apocalyptic episode. Justin has one. Um, I don't know how much he has in his or what he has, but I know he has some form of a survival bag. So, just, I, you know, call me paranoid. Make fun of me all you want. I don't care. The way that this world is going, it never hurts to be prepared, you know? So I went on, I went on Amazon. I bought it on Amazon (laughs) and just 
searched emergency survival bag. And I went through and because I was like, I'm I, I'm a single mom. I live paycheck to paycheck. I can't afford like these two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. three hundred dollar worth of bags. So I, I found one that was like 50 bucks. Um, but it had a 39 piece first aid kit, some just plain Kleenex tissues, um, an emergency whistle that also has a compass, flint, a signal mirror, and it has like a little lanyard you can hang it on your neck. A crank flashlight, uh, a solar blanket, and a rain poncho. One pack of food rations that'll last you like, I think, a week. And five packets of drinking water. So like five containers, five little things of drinking water. And then I also got these two a set of two walkie-talkies that also work as emergency radios, like weather radios, and they're the crank kind. And you can use them as crank or solar powered, and they have USB ports. So if you can, if you can charge them enough, you can actually charge like stuff with the USB port, like your phone or something, you know, if, if your phone still works (laughs) and it has a flashlight on it too. So But when I got them, I took it into my bathroom, opened it all, because I have a big bathroom, so (laughs) opened it all up on the floor, laid it all out, got another backpack of mine that's bigger, because this backpack was small, and repacked it all and added stuff to it. So I added, like, pads for, you know, female periods, um, plastic silverware, like forks, spoons, and knives, (laughs) a pair of scissors, um, a bi- I had a big kitchen knife. Like it's got like it's a like, meat cleaver in there. It's not a meat cleaver. It's just like one of those real big kitchen knives, That's and I never use it. Weapon. It's a chef. It's a chef knife, Jen. That's yeah, and I never use it, and it's got a cover on it, so I just stuck that down on the bottom of it. And I made I took the first aid kit that it had, and I added stuff that I already owned, and made a bigger first aid kit, like with gauze and more stuff to it. You know, so I just added more stuff in, and so I've got this giant backpack. That has all this stuff in it. So probably and then like I actually clothes in there. Well, so I actually had a conversation with Kenna and I, I told her, I was like, you, you can make fun of me after I'm done t- telling you this. That's fine. I said, but I want you to take what I'm telling you serious right now. I said, if there ever comes a time where I look at you and say, it's time for the emergency bag. That means you have to go to your room, grab a backpack and put at minimum three days worth of clothes in it and get ready to go. And I was like, I'll do the same and then we'll get the dogs and we'll go to mammals Mm -hmm. because we will not stay at our house. I said for one, because we have to get to mammal. (laughs) Somebody's got to get to her. (laughs) And two, she has a lot of canned goods that she stores in her house. (laughs) You're using her. All of her lace stacks that she has in the pantry. <laughs> so we're gonna them. we're gonna make sure that she lives in. We're gonna steal her food. She's got plenty. Got plenty of toilet paper and paper towels. And... Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah. So she agreed, and then she made fun of me afterwards. <laughs> I mean, at least she agreed. So. But yeah. So. Pam, what is your what would your go to weapon be? Ooh. Let's just say it's it's the Walking Dead zombie apocalypse. Okay, like, it's not it's not 
World War Z. So like money, <laughs> money's not an option, or uh, like girl, it's the apocalypse. Like you I... went, you went and found it. <laughs> you found everything you need. It's a zombie apocalypse. So like, okay, so any gun or whatever is obviously going to be effective. However, it's going to draw more mm-hmm. to you. So I really feel like I would have something like, like a, like a staff or like a, you know, like a long. A spear. Like a spear. Yeah. Something like that, that I could whack or push him away with or something, but also like a, a a Mm -hmm. sharp thing on the spear. Have like a spear tip and then like blunt edges coming out so they can't push into you. Yeah. Like I could take it across, you know, like a cross check in hockey, like across your body. Push them away. I could yeah. just steal one of your dad's it. hockey sticks and sharpen the end of it. There you go. Just like a make <laughs> just makeshift how, shank. How the yeah. the hockey stick curves? Yeah. Just put like a knife blade or a razor blade That's on the edge I mean. right there. there just sharpen shink. that part. Part. Right. <laughs> What's it called? A, a scythe? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, a scythe. Like the thing that death has. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. I just Googled ideal weapon for zombie apocalypse. Oh, did I get it right? No. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe because it's given me a lot of options here. But the two that I picked out is one says a magazine fed semi-automatic slash automatic rifle. But that would be effective and for like 17 seconds the, and then you're done. The no. The example they gave was... The Chinese Type 56 of the AK-47. <laughs> type 56. That means they Fair. have 55 other ones. Well, the reason why <laughs> they had this one is because um, it has a permanently attached folding spike bayonet on the edge of the barrel. Nice. That's why oh. they had it. Because it's both a rifle and a melee weapon. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then the other one... Says uh, the 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 classic machete is an effective weapon for a zombie apocalypse. Okay, so my whole thing is like I want to have a gun regardless, right? For humans, not for zombies. (laughs) But like I, my first thought was like a machete. But then I'm thinking like if you're like 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 we talked about in the apocalypse, stabbing them. (laughs) I mean, if you're like swinging this machete around, your arm's gonna get tired real fast. Mm Well, that's why you're in shape in the zombie apocalypse, Jen. Yeah, true. I'm not, though. So I'm dead real fast. So we asked this question on our previous <laughs> episode. It was one of our random questions we had. And I said, without even thinking about it, I just said a sword. I mean, like it would be a, a katana, like something. Because I immediately Michonne. went, that, that's exactly what happened. I immediately thought Michonne <laughs> just slicing the heads in half. But like, realistically, how easy is that? I feel like Justin talked about this in the apocalypse. I I think we did talk about it. It depends how long they've been zombified. Well, yeah, that's true. Because they get real mushy after a while. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) I was not expecting you to say mushy. (laughs) I don't know. In The Last of Us, though, my favorite's my shotgun. Man. You shoot them and their heads blow off, and oh, it's great. They just pop off. Like, they just, and you just laugh. <laughs> How do you say that? Come on. <laughs> You're getting way too much joy out of that, Pam. Oh, I laugh. I laugh. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not a psychopath, y'all. Just a and a part of me. <laughs> A part of me wants to have like the whole video game trope of zombies and just have like a flamethrower to just they like burn the, the zombies up. <laughs> but I feel like that would be even more terrifying to just see a flaming wall of zombies running at me. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not just going to die immediately from burning or fall to the ground in pain. Well, I mean, if you go with the traditional movie and TV zombies, no. But I mean... If it really happens, we don't know if that's how they're actually going to. Yeah, the way we're, of really course, dies. we're basing this off of The Walking Dead. I mean, at least I am. The <laughs> they're going to catch fire and they're going to continue walking at you. Mm-hmm. And then good luck with your machete trying to chop them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, guys. Well, before we head off, um, I think a good question to ask you guys would be on a scale of one to ten or zero to ten, because let's be real. (laughs) How likely do you think you guys would survive, let's say, the first week of a zombie apocalypse? I think it depends. Like, boom, it happens one day. Can you make Which zombies are we up against here? (laughs) Let's just go with The Walking Dead. I feel like so, like good. nostalgic, stereotypical, yeah, zombies. Yeah, draggy, eat your brains, but you can get bitten week one. Or... Hmm? Week I mean, one. There's so many variables okay. you can. You'd have. I'd have to go through. Like it just all depends. Like where am I when it starts? Well, am say, I at okay, home? Say, am I at work? Am I down in downtown Houston for a meeting? Tomorrow morning, you, know? you wake up and step outside, and zombies are in your front yard. Okay. How likely are you to make it to next Monday? If I was by myself, <laughs> I would say 10 out of 10. I could just hide somewhere and survive on some snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a two-year-old and a pregnant wife. I don't see my odds very high right now. <laughs> um, maybe 50% is what I'm giving myself. Five out of 10. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm being very, very truthful with that I'd answer. Say- I want to be honest, but I want to be optimistic as well. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not normally an optimistic person. I'm normally a very pessimistic person. Um, so I'd honestly probably say like a three or a four. Okay. Because if I'm at home when it happens and my kid is at home, I feel like I could hunker down in the house and just kind of wait and like wait for my best moment to get out. But at the same time, I have an Australian shepherd that barks when the wind blows. <laughs> well, you could just, if and, it comes down to it, you just th- throw them outside. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, so it's he either would, it's either well, him he, or your, your daughter. He what would do you attract want? them. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So you throw them outside and he starts chasing after him. <laughs> I, I, I think Jill and I would have a pretty good shot. Of the first week i'd say maybe like a seven or an eight out of ten i just have to hide behind her she's the aggressive <laughs> one is she the one that asks for the that's the waiter whenever it's missing something on your plate oh i tell her not to call them back and she's like it's fine and calls them over anyway but i think i'd be all right for the first week maybe the first month maybe if i could find food long term I don't think I'd. I fed feel like here. if I could get with someone, get to someone that would help 
with the defense, like against the dog arts or shut up, like Troy or Dad or you know someone that would help in with the defense of things. I feel like I would have a better shot. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because they'd be defending you, not defending me, defending (laughs) our our where we're at. You know, like helping me defend. So what are you contributing to this? Hey, <laughs> shut up. You're I just mooching off of there. I mean, did no offense, but if you're coming to survive with me, you're leaving your dog. <laughs> that thing ain't coming here. Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all you better you all would survive long term? Like you'd be here five years from now? No. I'm just gonna be honest. It, it, <laughs> no, it, it depends. Am I alone, or do I have my family with? Unless me? <laughs> I can get to Justin, if I can get to Justin, I think I could. I think if I, like, if I made it to like a group, like if I could survive the first month, mm-hmm. I think I'd be all right. Like if I found another group of people, because I feel like I, I have enough knowledge and skill in like multiple areas that I'd be useful to like mm-hmm. where a group would keep me type thing. <laughs> but like Jen, uh, hiding behind someone else's defenses. I didn't say hiding behind someone else's <laughs> defenses. I said with someone to help. I but think like the only thing crops I would lose. I think the only thing I have going for me, if I were in a group, is that I have a little bit of size and I'm somewhat athletic. <laughs> I think that's like my main contribution. Just stick you in the front. <laughs> I can yeah. get. A, I could figure something out <laughs> with a little bit of force. He is probably. a little bit of a slower runner though, Pam. So you know, just be faster than hey, him. I'm probably that's faster than both of y'all. So I didn't say that I was fast. I just said you weren't very fast. So you know. <laughs> I mean, what I lack in physical ability, I think I have in brain power i think i'd be all right i think the strikers just have a different part of the that genetics than us jen built different (laughs) Uh, i feel like pam and justin are a lot smarter than we are (laughs) i don't know i I mean you yes but (laughs) hey you didn't do much better either i i read a lot and i feel like that has made me a lot smarter than you Troy, you don't have a comeback? He's still thinking. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I don't read, so. <laughs> I feel like I, I have, have more. A lot of, I have more street smarts, I feel like. I have a lot of general <laughs> knowledge of a lot of things mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah, but a jack of oh. all trades doesn't always get away with it, though. Got a better shot than you, though. Not a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> At least we can read a sign when it says don't enter dead inside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know how to read. Thank you very much, you asshole. I, I graduated uh, college. Thank you. That was funny, Pam. <laughs> Barely, but I graduated college. <laughs> uh. Hey, C's get degrees, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to cut the uh, make fun of Troy hour short for you guys right now. Oh, that was so and... fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> I hate y'all. And I'm actually going to jump into our random facts of the day. Yeah, because it's finally not my uh, turn. 
Hey, you signed yourself up the last few times. It's not I my know. fault. I screwed up the the <laughs> listing. I went with the flow. <laughs> uh, so these, no particular order or reason for these. I just found some random facts about the like the history of zombies, like where they came from, some like pop culture type stuff, different things like that. So I just wanted to read out some of the random facts. Um, the concept of zombies actually originated from Haitian folklore, where it was believed that voodoo priests could reanimate the dead to serve as mindless slaves. Mm -hmm. And going along with that, the word zombie is actually derived from the Haitian Creole word zonbi, so Z-O-N-B-I, which means spirit of the dead. Oh, cool. Then, as we all know, zombies are typically associated with the, you know, the craving for human fresh, like, let me eat your brains, whatever. Fresh. <laughs> flesh, sorry. <laughs> Which one likes flesh? <laughs> Could have gone a different way, so I'm glad I went to widget on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the, this specific trait was actually popularized by George A. Romero's film Night of the Living Dead all the way back in 1968. Yep, that's kind of how it started. But you know, I think they don't, they don't even say the word zombie in that movie, though. They don't? Or they just say the undead? Yeah, I think that, I don't think they actually say the word zombie at all. And you know, they never say the word zombie in the show The Walking Dead. No, they call him Walker. Not once. I find that interesting. Sorry. Anyway, Troy, sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. <laughs> um... A couple of the more popular um, movies where the idea of zombies spreading rapidly. So thinking of it of how a virus spreads through your body, the zombies is their, the virus spreading through the world. Uh, two of the more popular movies of that is 28 Days Later and World War Z. Mm -hmm. We covered World War Z before and we Why really mentioned... Why do I think 28 Days Later is vampires? Mm-hmm. No idea. There's 28 <laughs> days later. There's like 28 weeks later, like a sequel of it. I always thought of. that it was vampires and not zombies. I don't know. No. Anyway, sorry. Maybe I'm thinking uh, something else. Then, just like... Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Hmm. Maybe. Um, just like with a lot of stuff, zombies are found in various cultures worldwide. Uh... Two kind of specific ones to think about are in North mythology. Mythology. God, I cannot talk today, guys. <laughs> Norse mythology. <laughs> they are called droggers. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to butcher the hell out of this word. Zhangxi. Uh, Zhangxi. Yeah. In Chinese folklore. I almost said Jianxi. So I almost butchered the hell out of that word. Well, you did the second time when you admitted to. <laughs> I hate you so much. There's a Walking Dead novel called Typhoon, and it's based out of China and the Zhangxi. Are... That's cool. Um, I think we kind of touched on this one before, but or er, we didn't go into specifics about it, but. 
there's been a lot of the times zombies when it comes to move especially i think especially more movies um they are used as metaphors in popular culture to represent various social issues such as consumerism conformity and societal collapse yeah jenny kind of mentioned that yeah i I know we just i don't think we went into much detail earlier but it's definitely like that and especially not especially but um in the walking dead just showing the how the different communities interact and things like that Mm -hmm. how pam like you said they just use the zombies as a more of a narrative Mm -hmm. than anything Um, and lastly, despite the fictional nature, the study of zombies has even found its way into academia, with scholars analyzing the cultural significance and symboliz- symbolism behind their portrayal. Cool. So, hmm. just some fun little facts there. One thing that I actually didn't mention in my notes that... Um that I wanted to throw out there was uh, some scientists claim that a zombie apocalypse is not necessarily an impossibility because humans are susceptible to neurotoxins, brain parasites, real rage virus, such as mad cow disease, neurogenesis, and nanobots, which can operate in a host even after the host has died. Interesting. Nanobots? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just reading what it says. I don't know what that means. It makes me think of like Marvel <laughs> and like tiny robots yeah Mm -hmm. so so you want to stay awake at night look up prion disease that'll Mm. yeah i'm good what is that what what, like um the the deer like wasting disease i can't think what it's Mm. called but it's prions it's like a protein in your brain like like mad cow like that's what makes them freak out That makes me think of like skinwalkers pretending to be deer and stuff. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to do that. (laughs) You get scared so easily, Troy. Shut up! We're not making fun of Troy anymore. We've done that enough this episode. (laughs) Um, Before we end, I did want to ask: Have y'all ever? We we should have talked about this earlier, but I didn't think to ask it. Did y'all ever watch Fear: The Walking Dead? A few episodes. I, I think I've it. got through like half the first season, but I never finished it. I didn't. I started it, but I didn't really like it either. It was I don't know why. Like, I, I just couldn't like get into it the same way. What was the they're, other they're one? They're still going that, strong, um, apparently. Beyond the Walking the Dead. World Beyond. World it's Beyond. Like, it's like like ten years, years after or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the kids grow up in yeah. the safe zone, and they want to get out. Of the yeah, zone. and then the there's oh, the a last new, there's us? another new one coming out with uh it's Daryl's spinoff mm-hmm. where he like goes to Paris or something. I don't know how he gets there, but hmm. probably a boat. I mean, I'm assuming because like, obviously not you're fly. not gonna fly a plane. <laughs> but yeah, do they do one for Coral? He's dead. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm a horrible fan. (laughs) Spoiler, guys. He died. (laughs) Uh, Jenny, there you go. Spoil another another thing for us. Well, I mean, fuck, I'm sorry. I did bring it up, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Well, all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up now. So, Pammy, mm-hmm. thank you as always. Oh, it's always yes. a pleasure, y'all. Thank you. Um, I do want to think about doing one of me and Pam to see how that goes. It's oh. so funny, guys. So we're we're recording remotely, and so I'm looking at a computer screen where Pam and Troy are on, you know, next to each other in little squares. But Troy, you just turned in your chair, and it looked like you were turning to face her. <laughs> you got to turn the other her? way, Pam. <laughs> there you go. Am I poking her? <laughs> no. But Pam, you should dance. It just made me laugh so much. It looked like you were just turning to face her when you said it. <laughs> go over more, Troy. <laughs> you need a fusion dance yep <laughs> so anyways <laughs> yeah well, y'all should totally y'all. do do an episode by y'all selves and see if it was and see if it's more popular than jenny no just see if it was really troy that people don't like <laughs> i'm gonna um, we're gonna do it and see if i'm more popular than jenny i mean hey i am about to go on a cruise y'all can do it while i'm gone i'm gone at the same time you're gone no you leave the day after i come back oh okay <laughs> <laughs> You just don't want to record again. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll see. Wow. So thank you. Thank you. As always, Pam, we enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. to see you guys. Um, but for our next episode, which will be probably in a couple weeks now since I'm about to leave on a cruise next weekend. So, um, but we are going to do our old faithfuls. So Things that we always return to, like the movies or the TV shows or the books that you watch or read over, in my case at least, not Troy's. <laughs> the ones that you return to over Fuck. and over and over again. You know, you rewatch the same movies, rewatch the same TV shows, reread the same books. Um, so we're going to go all throughout those, discuss our favorites. Pam, what did you say you wanted us to call it? The throwback go-backs. Yes. (laughs) So since you won't be on that episode, Pam, what are a few of yours? Oh, okay. So my my absolute, like, favorite movie that I can watch all the time is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's just got... I don't think I've ever seen that. It's got, you know, some happy, some sad, some funny, some serious. And there's Mm -hmm. puppets. Like, literally. (laughs) favorite show he he is a fucking puppet guy yeah he like (laughs) writes like a puppet musical and uh tv shows friends i mean you can't go wrong it's It's so funny watching watching friends now because it's like you watch it now and you're like this show would have gotten canceled so fast if it came out now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's probably my throwback go backs any books that I go back to? Or comics? Because I know you like comics too. No, not really. Cause... You're not one of those people that rereads the same books or anything over again? Because I am. I totally read the same series over and over again. No, because usually it takes me so long. Because pretty much the only time I read is like at night before bed. Mm-hmm. So a book that if I was reading while I was awake would take two months or whatever. It might take me six months to read on at night before bed or whatever. Yeah. So I don't really ever go back to them. Okay. Interesting. I don't go back to books either. Just at all. Well, you have you to should... pick up a book before you go back. To oh, them. you should have, you <laughs> should go back and listen to that episode that we named Troy reads a book. 
I actually gave him three books. Originally, it was supposed to be five, but we had to cut it down to three. <laughs> and he was, he had to read like the first like five or six chapters of each book. Okay. And then we talked about them. And you would have thought it was like pulling teeth to get this man to read like 80 pages of each of three books. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It's not my I thing. Mean, to each their own. I know it's not your thing. I get it, but it just amazed me because I'm just like, how can you not like this? <laughs> Anime is not your thing, Jen, and I love it. Yeah. So I know. So to each their own. Yep. So, anyways, check it out in a couple weeks, guys. It'll be you know the things we return to our old faithfuls, and let us know what some of y'all's are as well. You know what TV shows are y'all rewatching over and over again, <laughs> basically to cure your anxiety. Did you know that, Pam? Oh, people with like really bad anxiety or like depression you know or whatever happen. rewatch the same shows over and over again just because it's, there's no surprises. You know, they know what's going to happen. So yeah, the more you know. I think that's mm-hmm. why why I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we will see you then, guys. And yep. Pam, I hope you have a good night, and I hope you have a lot of fun on your trip to Greece. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to seeing some pictures. Oh, yeah. I'm sure y'all will be posting them. I want to see Santorini because I want to go so bad. So let me know. (laughs) Will do. And I'll post some pictures of our cruise with me and Kenna. So as well. Yeah, I'm not really going anywhere. So I won't really post anything. But I'm here if you guys (laughs) need me. Just comment on Uh, us living our lives. Basically. Yeah. But Pammy. Again, thank you. We'll we'll oh, see yeah. you soon again. Jen, thank you also. Meh. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> listeners, thank y'all for listening. Uh, like Jen said, check us out a couple weeks. Check out the website, social medias, and we will see y'all next time. Have a good night, guys. Bye, y'all.